everybody. Today, Jan Jeditsky is with me. Hello. Hello. You're the founder of Gustav. Yes. Yeah. With two brothers. Two brothers, Daniel and Benjamin. Yeah. And cool. Um, and you are quite an experienced founder because it was 2016. 16, yeah. Um, and you will speak a little bit about your journey. But first of all, what is Gustav? First of all, thank you so much for having me. Mm -hmm. uh, so we started Gustav in 2016. Uh, with the vision to build a more modern uh, staffing and recruiting business, uh, funnily. Um, HR tech. HR tech, yeah. Uh, the two brothers, Daniel and Benjamin, and I, we know each other for over 15 years, and we have been running music events before we founded um, Gustav. And so we've been in touch with a lot of staffing businesses back then and also worked for staffing businesses. So we saw that there needs to be a better client and user experience for both the candidate and the customer and more technology involved. So that's when we started to build this new and modern uh, staffing business. Back then it was for short-term student jobs. So we actually focused on placing students. But it was more an applicant tracking system at the beginning. Yeah, we started, yeah, we started building technology uh, around basically the yeah. processes that we've been doing. But the core business was basically like placing people, right? So, uh, and then at some point in 2017, we You said, got a call. Yeah, we got a call. We've, uh, uh, we were accepted to Y Combinator, which was super exciting for us. Then we decided to actually stop doing on the ground staffing and, and recruiting and focus our company on building software. Mm. Um, the, the reason for that was because you know, we saw the ins and outs of doing the recruiting business every day. And we realized that basically every staffing and recruiting company knows that there is available candidates at any given time uh, anywhere in the world because they speak to people every day, they interview, they don't place people, right? And this data is not available on an aggregate. So an employer could not tell that there is a good candidate sitting at one staffing company available to work because this data is not available unless you request an online form on a staffing company website and uh, after weeks you find it out. So we thought, okay, what, how, what can we do? What technology can we build uh, to actually enable this? Uh, you know? So um, you know, there's concepts of a marketplace, there's concepts of an enterprise software. So we went to the enterprise software side and started building technology, which would become the Gustav product today, which is a vendor management system uh, that helps essentially staffing and recruiting companies to find talent from other partners. Um, ultimately, the product, and this was the, I think, second or third pivot uh, that we've done. Which is normal. Which is normal. <laughs> uh, we figured out um, that this path of building the technology and the vendor management system would not lead us to the big vision that we have. So we said, okay, let's try a different way. And that's when we started our new product, Candidately, which is essentially what we call the digital storefront for staffing and recruiting companies. You can think of it as like a Shopify for the recruiter to have a better way to present their candidate inventory to their existing customers. Yeah. So that's the new product. So that's, that's Candidately. Candidately, correct. Cool, yeah. cool name, by the yeah. way. Yeah? Thank you. Yeah, it was uh, uh, Daniel's, Daniel's idea. Daniel is the creative guy, so he's mm -hmm. always coming up, coming up with the different names that we have. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you see this product in five years, what mm -hmm. would you say? When would you call it a success for you? For us, it would be a success if um, this product would be used by over 10,000 staffing companies. Uh, in the world and uh, we would be able to actually have that aggregate data to help those staffing companies also make more business, mm. right? So uh, that's when we see that 
or the, we see the big potential in uh, mm. that product uh, today. We are still in the very beginning again. Yeah, so yeah. it's uh, you know, always the start. You know, we are in the, start. In the yeah. HR professionals too, and it's unbelievable how far behind this industry still for sure. is. For sure. Yeah? Yeah. When it comes to digitalization. We've seen this, and I think, you know, from 2017 to Uh, before the pandemic, everybody was talking about digital transformation in staffing, also in the US, where the majority of our businesses uh, and actually after COVID now everything accelerated. So you can mm. see this now with the new tools that are coming up, new applicant tracking systems yeah, yeah. being built, new technologies and automations that are helping the recruiters and staffing firms. And there was always the talk about, will the recruiter be replaced? Is there you know technology that I will replace so. it? And yeah. I, I have the same opinion. I don't think it will be. I think the recruiter will have just more technology, more technology and more automations to help them uh, you know, speak to people and place the right people into the Which jobs. is wonderful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which is wonderful. Yeah. yeah, exactly. If you would be an animal, which kind of animal you would be? It's a good question. Uh, <laughs> uh, if you would ask this my girlfriend, I think she would say I would be a mole. Because uh, I'm, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> walking around in the house uh, always with closed eyes, and uh, yeah, that's uh, that's what she would say. That's cute. <laughs> you have quite some experience in your company. What would you say? What is the most important thing in the recruiting process? Mm -hmm. Yeah, for your own mm -hmm. uh, employees. That's my first question, and the second one is: What is your best trade you bring into this game? Yeah. Mm -hmm. As a founder, you mean? Or yes, as a, a founder, yeah. 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 So I think, you know, for us, it's always the culture and if the employee fits to our team. We had uh, hires that in the beginning seemed very good, uh, but then ultimately turned out not to be a fit. And I think that's the, the most important thing. You, like, if I when I interview people and I speak to them, it's always the first impression. I don't really look at their resume or their past, I just like ask them what they're... motivation people. Or, yeah, motiv motivation, like, <laughs> what, like what, what they are motivated by and what they're interested in and, you know, where they want to go. Uh, and that's important for us to align if, you know, what, you know, the, the, the tasks and the job mm -hmm. would actually, um, you know, do for that, for that person. So I think that's important. And for me, you know, I'm, I'm a good listener, I think. I'm, 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 I spend a lot of time in hospitality and tourism. Uh, so like a lot of, I, I hear a lot of stories and a lot of complaints and all that. You know, I can, I can, I, have, I think have a good sense for uh, a person, right? What's if, going on? Yeah, if somebody's, uh, you know, BSing me or not, and I can basically quickly tell that. So if, mm -hmm. like for, my, for myself, I, uh, I, can, I think that's a, <laughs> that's a trait that I can bring into uh, cool. the interview cool. process. Yeah. How would you describe your culture at Gustav? I think we have a very flat like hierarchy. Like we try not to have um, you know this traditional you know um, management sort of structure. Like everybody is free to work you know remotely. So we are fully distributed. There is no office, um, and our our employees are basically able to contribute a lot. As we are still a small team, so this is still nicely possible to basically mm -hmm. you know very quickly iterate and collaborate on ideas and bring them to life. That's the culture that we have, and everybody who joins really appreciates that they can actually, you know, really contribute to, you know, the, the, the things that we execute on a daily basis and, uh, and still being flexible and still being flexible. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Any kind of tools you use for remote work or any kind of learnings here? I think not, not over, not to overcomplicate it mm. with too many tools. We've been remote since 2017. 
uh, tried you know different things from OKR tools, from you know communication tools, uh, project management tools, right? From Asana to Trello to all that, all those mm -hmm. things. And then we settled on just a few core processes and core tools that we use, and uh, not try to just overcomplicate and overengineer just because there is a new cool remote tool out there to also bring it in. Sometimes it's you know even more complicated. Mm -hmm. But what worked really well, and this was specifically for new employees, we have this Slack bot that just matches up people every week hmm. to just have a random conversation, you know, because we never meet in person. Mm -hmm. We just met actually once, one and a half years ago as a whole team. That was the first time actually, mm -hmm. like besides me, Benjamin and Daniel, meeting all of our other employees. Besides that, we try to make sure that we have those like little things that that, yeah. that keep the employees, uh, you know, happy or and engaged. Chit-chats, so to chit -chats, say, yeah. to, to have them in between, yeah. We have uh, this kind of focus area with mental health in the, in the last, not just remote and lockdown areas, but in the last half year, we try to reflect and try to find our way through this. Uh, uh, what would you say, what would you do for helping your employees uh, in their work-life balance? Yeah. yeah, I think that's extremely important and you know, I see this for myself and for my co-founders that you know, you're basically working 24-7 in such a small environment, right? And you're constantly thinking about the company that, you know, this is, you know, is, is really hard for your mental health, right? And mm. I think this is true also for early employees on a small team, right? Like I just had the conversation with one of my employees today. He's like, oh, actually, you know, I'm, I'm maybe going to take the day off tomorrow because like he was working already so much. I was like, fine, you know, like those things are super important mm. to just tell your employees, hey, you know, you've, done, you've done enough for the week. That's it's fine. fine. Yeah. You know, next yeah. week, you know, yeah. nothing will happen if mm. you stop working mm. for a day mm. or you just, you know, take the day off or take a couple mm. hours off. I mm. think that's important because, you know, I find myself like sometimes working for two weeks straight and then, you know, figuring out, wow, you know, I haven't been out of the house, right? So, <laughs> so I'm always uh, telling that nerds will rule the Word, yes. <laughs> that's kind of what it is. Yeah. 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 So I think you know, um, telling your employees to uh, to take their time and not to um, to do too much, I think, is important because I think people tend to really be ambitious and tend to work a lot mm. and tend to you know um, make progress for themselves as well. Mm. But uh, you really have to take this work-life balance seriously because you know we've seen uh, even in our group of you know other founders that you know there there's been people that you know just stopped working because they had the burnout they said okay yeah, yeah. it's it's enough for me right and and i think it's important specifically if you're still young to make sure that you keep that yeah. in mind yeah. i think we have a kind of issue about burnouts in mm -hmm. in the startup um, ecosystem because it's this kind of running running yeah. as you described it yeah and not being able to have the small successes uh, even if you yeah, not in the same uh, office or, or stuff like this. Yeah. So we, we really have to be a kind of more mindful and 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 think about us yeah. more. Yeah, and I think it's also you know an environment specifically in this you know startup tech ecosystem that like everything is so fast, right? Everything is changing so fast, and you try to be better. Try to nothing is good enough at some point, right? You have maybe you have customers that join and and, and you sign them and. You don't feel like this is a success for you. Like, okay, no, we need more. Yeah, and it's exactly. always more and more and more. And they and more. have always something to say yeah. or to complain of or yeah. to 
to, to they always want something more. That's yeah. that's for sure. Yeah. So yeah, so you just have to you know keep a balance. I think you know yeah. <laughs> you, you could have a, a hour long conversation with my girlfriend about that. Coming back a little bit more to the to the HR topic, you mentioned your first employees. Yeah, mm -hmm. how did you reach out to them, or how did you recruit or decide which kind of mm -hmm. personality you want to have? The first uh, employees that we hired in Austria actually because for the first like for the first project we had in Austria those were sort of friends of friends like we got got them from a network so we never really like reached out like we found people that were sort of like-minded then as we grew the technology team that was actually through platforms like AngelList I think or mm. even through Hacker, Hacker News or from some of the YC Did network yeah, yeah. Um, yeah we decided based on the interviews so like the first people that joined and then we also had really good success with some sort of like a third party development uh, company um, that we started working with and engaged them and had two employees from them um, working basically just on a project basis. But those employees are now with us for over three years already. So basically they became part of the team and from working with us, you know, became uh, sort of full time employees for, for, for us. So uh, yeah, those were the things. But I would recommend like if you are a small team, maybe like find people in your network or specifically like, you know, with uh, Speed Invest Heroes, I think that's a great place to go because, you know, <laughs> Thank you, you so know, much. other other founders <laughs> and other startups in that yeah. ecosystem. I think that's where you find ambitious people. Like I just mm. see this for one of our uh, employees. He's great. His name is Jacob. We hired him to run the, the World Staffing Summit, which is an, a, a large uh, online conference mm. that we run. Um, he's 19 and uh, he hangs around in Slack chats, in, in, in Discord chats, in specific Facebook groups with other very ambitious and like-minded people like him because he wants to be a founder and entrepreneur himself. Mm. So that's where you find you know, people that want to, exactly. uh, yeah, you know, yeah. to, yeah, yeah. to do something, right? So I yeah. think that's, that's mm. super important mm. to find those networks. Oh, yeah. You mentioned Y Combinator twice. Mm -hmm. yeah? So I'm really curious, how was it? Yeah. <laughs> tell, tell us a little bit about this experience. Yeah, so for us as you know, founders from Austria, I think it was um, really valuable just to get to see the, the, the mindset of you know, how the uh, founders that are coming from Y Combinator and the group of you know, uh, investors and partners within Y Combinator think about building companies, right? So it was a very different mindset that we've been used to uh, mm -hmm. here in Vienna or that we even knew. What is the difference here? It's more of an attitude to, um, to experiment much, much more and, mm -hmm. and basically try out different things until they work. And like back then, specifically in 2016, 17, when we started and this, the startup ecosystem here was not, you know, evolved. as mature yeah, and yeah, evolved, yeah. right? Yeah. There was not many peers that we can actually exchange with and uh, there was maybe you know not there's there's always this this thing here in, in Vienna back then that nobody wanted to tell their secrets nobody wanted <laughs> to speak with you right so in 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 Silicon Valley or in, in in Y Combinator like you have a lot of exchanging and sharing of best practices which I think is much better here now as well mm. um, and uh, so is it just to, to to being able to have more failures or more yeah failures and I think failures are it's not really a failure there it's like it's an experiment you've tried yeah, it and but there's maybe a better way to do it yeah. let's try it that way it's and there's a learning yeah, it's, it's a learning, learning. Yeah, yeah and it's yeah. there's more converse, conversations around that mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. often here when we spoke to people that were not in the startup ecosystem specifically non-investors everybody was like oh this this will not work but then you don't have this conversation around why what can we do better what else is there it was just like this straight no I don't think so right so it's the I think that there is a little barrier mm. and I think also 
sales mindset, not specifically Y Combinator, but US for us, it was a big shift mm -hmm. from selling to, you know, European Austrian companies to US businesses, which is, which was completely different. Like mm -hmm. the, the mindset there is also more open-minded, either somebody really wants to talk to you and likes your idea. And, but if they don't, they will maybe introduce you to somebody else that will be a good fit for you. Uh, so it's a straight yes or no, uh, very quickly. Uh, and that was exciting for us to, to, mm -hmm. to get into that. And obviously the network from Y Combinator is great. Like they're supporting you with yeah, good content and with, uh, yeah, yeah. specifically with other founders. So like we had really good connections with other founders from different batches or from people that joined after us or even before us, you can connect and find Good friends there as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We have the last part. Okay. So complete the sentences. Yeah. In a world led by women, uh, the world will be more organized mm. <laughs> <laughs> and more peaceful. I think. If money wasn't an issue, you would give more people access to more higher quality education. And the superpower you wish you had is? I think our superpowers are always abused. <laughs> so, so form, shape of form. I think no superpower. I think I'm fine. <laughs> Good. Thank you so much. Would you love to add something? Thank you so much first for the invitation. It was a great conversation. And uh, yeah, I, I, I really like what you guys are doing with uh, Speed Invest Heroes. I think that's uh, specifically super important for companies that are starting out, but also for companies that are growing to uh, find the right people. And I think that's something that you know the, the, the world needs more. Definitely companies need more because the, the, the topic of hiring is uh, something that's incredibly important. And uh, the processes, as you mentioned, out there uh, are still very old school. Uh, so I think, you know, m the more innovation that happens on that front, uh, the better it will be. Yeah. Thank you. So always looking for heroes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>